Welcome to this week's playoff edition of the News and Records HS Extra Football Playoff Podcast. I am Joe Serrera, and I'm joined, as I have been every week this year, by my good buddy, Spencer Turpin. We are here to talk about mainly the NCHSA playoffs this week, and we are going to focus most of our discussion on the big schools, 4AA, 4A, uh, not to take anything away from unbeaten Eastern Guilford in 3AA, uh, Southern Guilford in 3A, unbeaten Reedsville in 2A, some of the other teams, but a lot of those teams we expect to to roll through the first round or two based on matchups and a a lot of potentially intriguing matchups among our teams later on in the playoffs in 4AA and 4A, so that's where we're going to focus. And we'll we'll have a brief uh, little hit on High Point Christian at the end also. But starting with 4AA, Spencer, uh, we've got Page at home as a number two seed uh, behind Lake Norman, and they are home against a Charlotte Olympic team that comes in at five and six, and in in my eyes, uh, what this game is is a great opportunity for Page to start working Javon Leak back into the lineup after he's been out for a number of weeks since the Smith game. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, uh, Page is going to roll in this one. They'll be able to get Leak some touches in the first half and get him out of there before things get chippy. And so uh, you give him his 10 carries, you let him go score a couple touchdowns, you let Will Jones do his thing in the first half. And uh, and like we've seen in a lot of games this year, the two of them will come out, and uh, and Page will continue to uh, to win, and uh, that's how I fully expect this one to go. Yeah, uh, the second round matchup for Page would be either West Mecklenburg or Mooresville again at home for the Pirates. They would not have to go on the road until uh, the uh, regional semifinal, which would be at Lake Norman, if Lake Norman gets that far. Uh, West Forsyth is one of the teams on Lake Norman's side of the bracket. The other side of the, the West bracket is uh, the basically the big Charlotte-Mecklenburg uh, section. The uh, As we talked about on uh, uh, the High School Huddle radio show on uh, Saturday mornings, this is kind of the group of death, and that's where Northwest Guilford finds itself as a number seven seed. This is a section that has Matthews Butler, uh, Cornelius Huff, Charlotte Mallard Creek is a five seed. Uh, some of that is based on their, their loss in North Carolina and a loss to a South Carolina team during the season. Charlotte Vance is in that half. Northwest Guilford is going to open up with a 10-1 and Myers Park team. Um, I don't like Myers uh, Park uh, to be upset by Northwest. I think, I think Northwest is probably not going to get out of that first round. What are your thoughts on that one, Spencer? Yeah, that's a tough draw, and uh, unfortunately for uh, for Northwest Guilford, just uh, uh, just not not where they wanted to end up. But at the same time, uh, that's that's partly their own doing. So uh, you know, this is a tough matchup. I, I don't see it going in their favor. But uh, you know, we've seen stranger things happen in the playoffs, and when you have Thomas Hennigan, anything can happen. Yeah, they certainly got some talent. Hennigan, uh, Trey Turner, Kyle Finney, a number of other guys on that team. It just, with the injuries, illnesses, various things that seem to hit that team this year, you know, they, they got a little bit of their swagger back early in the season after Hennigan came back, after Turner came back. And then when Hennigan got hurt in that Southeast Guilford game, it was, they just haven't been the same 
team since, and for whatever reason, the the whole has not been as good as the sum of the parts, and it just it just hasn't clicked for them. As you said, you know, any anything can happen in the playoffs, and they went on a nice little run last year, but uh, that was a different story. That was in the East, not in the West, and they are they are in a brutal brutal bracket. So uh, I would not look for them to to get beyond this first round. But hey, you know, it would be great if they did. 4A West is just loaded with teams from our area and some really good teams. Uh, you've got, as the number one Midwest seed, you've got East Forsyth and their home on Friday night against Charlotte Harding. As the number two seed in uh, the Midwest, you've got Dudley at home against Alexander Central. You know, those two teams are would be on a nice collision course possibly down the line. Uh, you've also got Davie County uh, playing Southeast Guilford in the first round. Southwest Guilford going to Watauga and Glen home against Canapolis Brown. I mean, that that is a lot of our teams. And, you know, what do you see out of that, that bracket, Spencer? Uh, I see Dudley and East Forsyth matching up for sure. Uh, Davie County is good, but they're, they're a step below at least of those two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Southwest, I think, is going to, uh, to go to Otago and pull off the upset this week. And uh, I think that it might be the end of the road for, uh, for Southeast and Glenn. Yeah, uh, the, the challenge standing maybe between East Forsyth and a potential uh, matchup with Dudley is that East Forsyth would be playing Charlotte Catholic uh, in the uh, regional semifinal. It would be at East Forsyth. They're the number one seed. Charlotte Catholic's the number two seed. The Charlotte Catholic team, not as good as last year's group that beat Dudley, but they're always a solid playoff team. They always play defense. They always are physical. Uh, if, if they should end up playing East Forsyth in the third round, that would be a heck of a game to watch. And uh, Dudley against uh, Davie County in the third round would also be a great game. Those two teams have played each other. Uh, it was a close game in the first half at Davie County during the regular season. And then Hendon Hooker was uh, uh, basically unjustly uh, disqualified from that game. And uh, Dudley went on a roll and ended up winning 32-6 uh, to after being up 7-6 when that happened. So uh, I would not be surprised if Dudley uh, were to uh, go back to Davie County with uh, a little payback on their minds if that were to happen again. No doubt. Other team we want to talk about this week, uh, not in the NCHSA playoffs, NCISAA, private schools, Division II championship. They are well ahead of the NCHSAA and uh, have fewer teams. That would be High Point Christian, 9-1 and one for the Cougars, at home, 7 o'clock Friday night against Christ School, 10-1 and one from up in the mountains in Arden, and this is High Point Christian going for its second consecutive state championship. They played in a lower classification this year, moved up a level. Uh, good matchup. I mean, Arden Christ School's one loss was a, a big one, but it was to Davidson Day, which is the highest classification for the private schools and a very strong program. Uh, High Point Christian's one loss, a controversial three-pointer to Randleman on the road. Uh, these teams did not play each other during the regular season. Often you get rematches in the playoffs with the private schools. Uh, you know, We don't know a whole lot about Arden Christ School other than uh, when I spoke to Scott Bell last week, the High Point Christian coach, he said that he felt like they were a lot like his team. Uh, very explosive offensively, solid defensively, you know, 
know, he said if that was the matchup, uh, he said he thought that that would be a very exciting game. This High Point Christian team uh, doesn't have a ton of players in terms of numbers, but they've got some talent. If you watch them practice, if you watch them play, they have some guys that, that jump out at you that could play and, and compete very well in, in the public schools. And... You know, this is a program that's been built up over the last few years. Uh, they haven't been in operation for football that long, and uh, this senior class kind of laid the foundation there, and it would be great for them if they could go out with a second straight state title, but I don't think it's going to be easy for them. No, it won't be easy, but uh, Joe, they should be commended because it was their choice to move up. Yep. They could have easily stayed at the lower level and uh, and just dominated. But instead, they moved up a level, and they've continued to dominate. And that says a lot about the program and what's being built over at High Point Christian. They, they should be commended for that. Um, this is not going to be an easy game against high school, but um, but when you when you look at this, uh, High Point Christian has got the experience of having been in a championship game and winning. They know what it takes to win. And sometimes when you enter these kinds of, of games for the first time, you get a little wide-eyed. So that's not going to be a problem for High Point Christian. So uh, I expect a strong showing from, uh, from High Point Christian in this one. And playing at home certainly doesn't hurt. And that, that would be a great yeah, way for their seniors to go out with another title. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the HS Extra Football Pep Talk Podcast. You can get all of your high school sports news daily in print in the news and record on our website, our high school's website, hsextra.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at NR, And you can follow Spencer, of course. At Turkin35. And uh, we just have to make one last announcement. Uh, uh, you know, obviously we pick games every week. Uh, and throughout the regular season, uh, we have picked our games. And uh, uh, by a game and a half, I, I have been crowned champion this year, uh, finishing on a 29-1 and record over the final two weeks uh, so uh, Joe it was a pleasure matching up with you all season and uh, it was also great having a much better record than JP Mundy last year <laughs> I was I was duly humbled you built a, a, a two and a half game lead early in the season I cut it to one and a half couldn't get any closer also went 29 and won the last two weeks the only games that either of us got wrong was that Dudley Page game but you dominated the season. It was it was it was just a, an overwhelming performance. I never felt like I was in the game after the first two or three weeks. And I congratulate you on your championship. Thank you. I uh, I expect the belt to be waiting on my desk when I get back from all of my AT road trips. Uh, I may have one for you, but if I give you one, my pants probably won't stay up. So thanks again for listening. <laughs>